Good day, everybody. Before I push the button, it does a countdown, so I like to count down along with it. How's your day so far? How was your day yesterday? Man, you guys, yesterday was, at first, a very beautiful, sunny day. It was very nice. It was bright. It was beautiful. And then the clouds rolled in. As I'm watching them, I'm thinking, oh, no way. The weather isn't going to turn like that. Just like that, it turned. And it was just cold and windy. And I thought it was going to snow. And I was like, please, God, I don't want the snow. <laughs> oh, I really don't care for the snow. Either way, like... Either way, I don't, I don't know, like, I really don't want the snow. Um, but yeah, it ended up being cold for the rest of the day. But uh, yesterday was, it was pretty good, you guys. I actually did, and you'll see it on my page further down, I actually did a video on making my own vegan burger. Um, what inspired me for this is because, well, first of all, I wanted something in the style of a burger. But all the plant-based, like Beyond Burger, the stuff that is within the stores, even the vegan aisle, all of those still contain ingredients that are not natural. If you actually read the ingredients, I can't say that enough. When you actually read the ingredients, you go, what is that? That is not plant-based. You start going, why are they adding all this stuff in here? And so I was going to buy some, and I was like, I just can't make it because I already know what's in there. So I ended up just brainstorming, brainstorming all the things I do like that are plant-based. And how was I going to bind them together? So last night I did it. Just I didn't even try it before I did it live. I was just make it or break it. And so I did it, and it turned out pretty good. It was a little crumbly. Um, not crumbled, but it just kind of slowly fell apart, but the flavor was there, and it's not the flavor of meat, you guys, that I'm searching for. I wanted the flavor of all these veggies together in a patty, um, seasoned, you know, with the seasonings I like, uh, with lettuce and, uh, tomato and a little bit of mayo. So, it was so good, you guys. It was so good. I actually made a second... Good morning. Um, I made a second vegan patty after I did the live and I did it on a bed of lettuce and it was really, really good. So then last night I opened my package that came from, um, I don't even have the label on there. This comes from the Honey Bee Soap Company. I get what is called a shampoo bar, okay? And this place is actually local in North Dakota. They make this. All the ingredients here are just essential oils. They're oils. Coconut oil, olive oil, meadow foam seed oil, uh, sweet almond oil, tea tree oil. It's all oils. It's all natural. Okay, I love this. I love this. I ordered three this time. So they came packaged like this in this box. I ordered three. I opened one last night. Here's the second one. It came with like little peanuts. And I thought, oh, but at the very top, every time I order this, I write a note to the lady how grateful I am. And the note she wrote me, good morning. Um, 
I'm talking about the soap that I buy, the shampoo bar that I buy. I buy this all-natural shampoo bar that I get that is North Dakota made. It's from the Honey Bee Soap Company. It's a tea tree smell. It's all natural, everything in it. It's a shampoo, it's for your hair. It's a shampoo, it's the most natural thing I've ever found. I've used it since August and I've never bought another store-bought shampoo again. Like, this is the best stuff for your hair. Um, and the lady who sent it to me, she hand wrote me a note. She goes, hi Christine, how are you? I wanted you to know that the plastic, the plastic around here is bio, biodegradable and the packing peanuts are recycled and made from corn. I'm not 100% perfect at zero waste, but I do what I can. This is such a beautiful world and I try to show my respect to its heavenly creator. Love, Brittany. You guys, how beautiful that she wrote me this note and like it's so beautiful and she's got great handwriting. You can't really see why that's blurry, I don't know. But um, how beautiful that she hand wrote me this note. And I am uh, like, I am a loyal customer. I will never buy another bottle of shampoo or conditioner again. I don't use conditioner, I don't use shampoo. I use this and I use aloe vera. I blend my own aloe vera for my hair, you guys. And as you can see, my hair is like long and it's thick and it used to be thin and like broken. My hair was just so broken and thin and it wouldn't grow. And now it's just so long and all I do is braid it. I don't use hair, I don't use anything heat product wise. So what a beautiful thing that she went out of her way. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, she took the time to handwrite me a letter. Those things mean something. If you're ever going to go into business, I know for me, if I ever do my own business, everything I want to do is handwritten like that. I find it so much more beautiful. People appreciate it a lot more. What a beautiful thing. So I just absolutely am excited that I have that product. So today, you guys, today, 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 today is Wednesday. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm going to be honest. I've been doing my exercise routine twice a day. I'm doing a thousand jumping jacks a day and 200 squat lunges. Yep. And my muscles are feeling it. I'm just, I'm so draggy. I'm so tired. I was so tired today. I didn't even, man, it's a struggle for sure. But I know it's working because it is working my muscles and I do need that. Um, I was getting bored. So we'll see how I feel by the end of the week. So yesterday we talked from Genesis chapter 31. Okay, and this is when Jacob decided he was going to leave Laban and go to the land of his father. God came to him and said, I want you to leave and go to the land of your father. Um, so Jacob packs up everything that is his, that was made in the commitment prior. And he talks to his wives and makes sure they're okay with leaving their father. And they say yes, and they pack up and they leave. But unknown to Jacob, Rachel had snuck into her father's tent and stolen, she stole these idol gods that they worshipped within their family. 
See now, uh, Rachel and Leah and their father worshipped a different type of God and multiple gods, not just one. These were multiple different types of statues. They worshipped these. These were separate than the God in the Bible. Okay, So they had these statues, and some of these gods were women and stuff. And Rachel couldn't leave without them, so she stole them, and they went along their way. Well, Laban heard like three days later that Jacob had left. And he was upset because Jacob had done everything. Jacob was tending the sheep. He was he had grown Laban into what he was doing. And as Jacob started to separate from Laban by having his own herds, Jacob started to grow larger, 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 larger. And Laban wasn't growing. Why? Because he wasn't loving the sheep he wasn't doing as God commanded in the beginning like he brought Adam some animals you're supposed to love them and take care of them otherwise you're not going to grow that's how God works so Laban finally caught up to Jacob and he goes you stole from me how could you leave like this and Jacob goes if I stole from you go through my things and you find what's from your household well, Laban starts going from tent to tent to tent, right? And Rachel is on her period. And when a woman was on her period back in them days, a man wasn't allowed to be around with them. This was their time, their woman time where they were supposed to be alone. But here Laban is, and Rachel used this to be deceptive. She hid the statues underneath her and sat there and she told her father, you know, I cannot move. I'm you know, in the time of my womanly thing. And Laban's here searching, can't find the statues, of course, because she's hiding them. And Jacob gets frustrated, like, you're going through everything, Laban. And Jacob finally tells him, you have changed my wages, you have done this. He finally said what was in his heart that Laban needed to hear. You have done all these things, and you come in here, and you call me a thief. Everything that is, a, this is mine, I have earned it. So Laban goes, okay, let's make a commitment. I want to say goodbye. You know, I, I know you've been blessed by God. So they make a commitment. Laban kisses all of his children and he leaves. And that's where it ends. And actually, verse 55, this was a long chapter. Verse 55 says, and early in the morning, Laban arose and kissed his sons and daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned to his place. Now, the thing about Laban is he wanted to have the power probably to bless people with the power of God, but the God he worshipped wasn't true. When's the next time you can show us the subtitles? The subtitles. Oh, I've never even thought about subtitles. Subtitles for what language? I'm going to ask that. Let's see. I will see about subtitles. I've never, I don't know. Um, I don't know how to do the subtitles right now, but it's definitely something I will look into and see about having subtitles for my words. That's actually really good. I'm gonna write that down, otherwise I'm gonna forget. 
No promises, but I will try. Okay, you guys. So, Laban does not have the power to bless people. Why? Because he worships a different god than the true god. He worships a thing. It's like worshiping a piece of paper. It's nothing. He worships nothing. So there's no love. There's no Holy Spirit coming through him. He can't bless him like Isaac blessed Jacob. There's just no way. That's so good. So you guys, we are now into chapter 32. Let's see what happens. Um, so Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's camp. And he called the name of the place Ma Mahanam. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. Now, you guys, I'm going to remind you, remember, Esau, his brother, they have this battle. They have this rift going on. Why? Because in the beginning, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob. And further down the road, when Isaac went to bless Esau as the firstborn, Esau failed to tell his father he sold his birthright to Jacob. But Jacob ended up getting that blessing anyway. And then Esau ended up being bound to Jacob as a servant until, how did Isaac put it? He said, one day you will break the yoke that binds you to your brother. So now here's Jacob. He is following the command of God. He's going to return to the land of his father and Esau was bound and determined to kill his brother. That's why Jacob left in the first place. So now Jacob is heading back. And we're going to find out what happens. I just wanted to give the backdrop of that. Um, and he commanded them saying, Speaking thus to my lord Esau, thus your servant Jacob says, I have dwelt with Laban and stayed there until now. I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, and male and female servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find favor in your sight. So Jacob sent his messengers to tell his brother, you know, I have all these things. I was residing with our family member Laban, and I'm hoping to find favor in your sight that you may welcome me. That's what he was asking. Then the messengers returned to Jacob saying, we came and saw your brother Esau, and he is also coming to meet you. And 400 men are with him. So Jacob was greatly afraid, distressed, and he divided the people that were with him and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two companies. And he said, if Esau comes to the one company and attacks it, then the other company which is left will escape. Then Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac and the Lord who said to me, return to your country and to your family and I will deal with you. I am not worthy of the least of all mercies and of all truth which you have shown to your servant, for I have crossed over this Jordan with my staff, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he come and attack me and the mother of with children. For you said, I will surely treat you well and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. This is Jacob praying, you guys. He's praying to God. He's like, God, you told me these things. I've been there, you guys. He's like, God, you told me these things. And I'm afraid. See, Jacob is afraid. That fear is real. He feared his brother. He thought he was going to die. 
His brother was going to come and kill him because the last thing he knew was his brother was going to kill him. And his brother was a, a, a hunter. He was stronger. He was mightier in strength, in physical strength. You know, Jacob was a man of the tents. He dwelled in the tents. So that fear is very real. Oh, I've been there. And Jacob's just praying to God. So he lodged there that same night and took what came to his hand as a present. Oh, let me go back to that. So he lodged there that same night and took what came to his hand as a present for Esau, his brother. 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 milk camels with their colts, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 foals. Then he delivered them to the hands of his servant, every drove by itself, and said to his servant, Pass over before me and put some distance between successive droves. I don't know what that means, you guys. What does that mean? What is successive droves? What is successive droves? Biblical meaning. Let's find out. Successive droves is a flock. It's a company. Okay? So put some distance between our company, between... Put some distance between him and us by giving these things to him so I have a chance. I think he's trying to escape you guys. Um, and he commanded the first one saying, When Esau, my brother, meets you and asks you, say, To whom do you belong and where are you going? Who are these in front of you? Then you shall say, They are your servant Jacob's. It is a present sent to my lord Esau, and behold, he is also behind us. So he commanded the second and the third, all who followed the drove say, saying, In this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him. And also say, Behold, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me, and afterwards I will see his face, perhaps he will accept me. So the present went on before him, but he himself lodged that night in the camp. Yeah, I think, I think Jacob was thinking of running away and escaping. He was that scared, I think, okay? I've been that scared. I get it. He arose that night and took his two wives, two female servants, and his 11 sons and crossed over the fork of Jabbok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent them over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone. And, you guys listen to this, a man... And it says man with the capital M. So that means it was God ordained. This was God within something. Because when it's capitalized like that, that means God was residing within this that man that he wrestled with. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. Now when he saw what he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray, he said. Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. 
So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over the Punel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle of the shank, which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. Okay, you guys, listen, so let's get into the fight. So Jacob was getting ready to cross over. He sent his wives. He, they were the last of the group. The dearest that he loved was the very last to cross over this river, right? To them going to Esau. And Jacob was afraid. He was afraid. I can tell in the prayer, you guys, I have prayed praise. I've prayed like this to God. I've been down on my knees, bawling, praying to God like this. Like, please, God. Just that fear was so great within me. This is such a perfect timing story. I'm not even going to lie because I, I, I have fears this week and I pray like this. So he feared it. He feared that if I go forward, it's going to kill me. It will physically and emotionally kill me. I cannot bear it. I cannot go through it. I cannot. I cannot. Like... I know my capabilities are not strong enough to defeat Esau, my brother. He is greater than I. He is stronger than I. He's just, I cannot. It is not within my heart to battle with him like that and defeat him like that. So he sent, as you can tell you guys, he sent the, he sent the distraction, which was all the, the gifts, all the gifts. He sent the distraction and then he started sending more droves which was different flocks of people towards Esau and the last that remained was the nearest and dearest that Jacob loved which was his wives their servants which ended up being his concubines he had children with those servants and his children and he had them cross over the river to move forward to the brother Esau and he was the last one behind he didn't cross over but he ended up getting into a battle with a man. And when I say it was capitalized, you guys, I mean the word is capitalized like this. And when a word like this is capitalized, that's God, okay? That's always God within the Bible. Always, always. When it's capitalized, that's why you see God capitalized. When he is capitalized, that's God. So God was within whatever it was Jacob was wrestling with. And I believe the reason this came is because Jacob was going to run. Jacob was either going to run or he was going to do something where he didn't have to face Esau. Because the fear was so great. And God was not going to let that happen because there was something greater when you overcame that fear. You know, this was a lesson Jacob needed to learn. A lesson to trust into God. I've had these lessons where the fear was so great, but I couldn't turn around. There was no way to turn around. I had to face my fears. It was so great. And it taught me that I could trust in God in every step of the way. And this is what God's trying to teach Jacob. Trust in the words that I say. When I say that your descendants are going to be greater than the sand, your descendants are going to be greater than the sand. 
okay? When I say that things are going to work out, they're going to work out. You have to believe in me, Jacob. And if you think you're going to run, I'm going to stop you. Why? Because I'm God and I can make things happen. So he did. And Jacob ended up battling this man. And, um, you know, Jacob ended up getting, it looks like, the upper hand. And the man asked him, or Jacob asked the man to bless him. And when the man blessed him, it popped the socket out. And I believe, because I've done some deeper reading on this, it was because it would keep Jacob from running. Like, I'm going to keep you from running. I'm going to bless you, but you are going to be at the pace. You are not going to run from this fear. You know, I'm going to bless you, but it's going to, you're not going to be able to run anymore. So that's what happened, you guys. Um, and I can't even go further. I don't even want to spoil what's coming because who knows what's going to happen. He still hasn't faced his brother Esau. He still hasn't, none of that. None, 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 none. This is so exciting, you guys. Oh. So, you guys, recap for today. Recap, recap, recap. You know, did you set your challenge for yesterday? I didn't even talk about that. Did you set a challenge for yesterday? Okay. Um, a monthly challenge. Did you write it down where you can see it? You guys, I'm going to show you because I can swing my camera around. This is my calendar. This is my spot at the table. Every day, I'm able to write things on my calendar. See, I've already got notes right here. Things I want to try, things I want to do. And I've already got X's up here, things I've done. Because this is my calendar. It sits right here every day. So every day, I see it every day. This is what I see when I sit here. This is where I sit for dinner. This is where I sit for everything. This is my lip, this is my area. So I'm reminded every day, bam, I've got a goal. That's what you need to do. You need to make it happen for you. You need to put that, you need to step forward. If you want God to make things happen for you, you need to step forward to God and show him you want it. Step forwarding, stepping forward to God means setting systems in place, you guys. I've set systems in place because I know every day I look at this and I can't lie to myself and I can't sweep it under the rug and I can't get distracted. Because if you don't, we are visual creatures. Human flesh is visual. When we see it, we're reminded. So every day I'm reminded, yeah, I got to do it. I've got to get up and exercise. Well, I feel tired right now, but I know when I get home after work, I'm going to be doing it again. It's just a commitment. I've made this commitment. I'm going to do it. I see the X's. I'm making it happen. I feel the results. I have things written down that I want to achieve, things I want to try. There will be days in this month, you guys. Another thing about doing this is there's bad days. There's good days. Writing those down and having the visual helps you get through things. It helps you move further in life. Um, you know, I still journal on the side. I have a, a notes thing app on my computer that I just open up that's dated now. And that's how I journal. But I like to... I like to write little side notes right there. So... And also, you know, I talked to you guys about the shampoo bar again. I can't say it enough. 
you know, I'm going to show my friend tonight and we're going to talk about it on the show, our organic life. But you guys, I really, I really can't talk enough about the shampoo bar. It's all natural. And when you use things that are natural to our bodies, like it helps. I know so many people trying to grow out their hair. If I would have known this as a woman years ago, I would have been using this years ago. Would have never been using the shelf products that are toxic for our hair. Shelf products contain alcohol, you guys. If you look at shelf products for your hair, there's alcohol. Alcohol dries out the skin. Alcohol dries out the, the hair. It dries you out. It ruins your hair. You might as well just throw some alcohol on it. So you guys also, you know, so now we are going to recap on 32. So Jacob is getting ready to cross over to the land of his brother and he sends his servants forward to let him know, I want to find favor in your sight. You know, I love you. I want to find favor in your sight. He wanted to see what Esau would say because remember, Esau wanted him dead. That's why Jacob left in the first place. Now here Jacob was coming back. Suddenly it hit him. You know, God wants me to go, but Esau wants me dead. Esau's flesh, he will kill me. He can kill me. He has the upper hand. He's a strong man. So the servants come back and Esau didn't say anything. Esau was just going to meet him with 400 other people. So for Jacob, he's thinking, well, he's going to destroy me. But here's the thing about being in that moment, you guys. God is commanding Jacob to move forward. Okay? Jacob's fear is wanting to drive him back. When you turn your back on God like that, you don't want to live. And this isn't like God is not going to strike you down. Okay, let's just get that straight. God will never strike you down from stalling, turning around, ever, 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 ever. He will never be angry. He is loving, unconditionally loving. But the soul will be so tormented for going against a command. I know, I've done it. It killed me nearly. I'd rather die than go against God. That's how I feel. Like I can for a moment out of fear because that fear is pretty great in the moment. But it only takes a little bit now for, you know, my heart to start going, no, Christine, just trust in God. And it overrides that fear. It's stronger than fear. And I come to my senses. But to do it for a long time has tormented my soul where I would have rather died then continue going against God. That's how I feel. Like I can never go against God because I would rather die. That grinding, that grinding is too great for me. I won't do it. I can't. So Jacob is in a place where he was feeling that. If I don't follow God, because he could feel God. You can feel God, you guys. I get it in this moment. Like I get Jacob. I know what it feels like for God to drive you and the fear to try to stop you. Like God is pushing him. You feel this unseen force behind you driving your flesh like this. Here's your flesh going. Here's Jacob's flesh. I don't know if I can do it because Esau's going to kill me. And God is driving the soul like this with love. Like, oh no, you're going to go, Jacob. And Jacob's like, I don't know. And right here, Jacob's like, if I go, I'm going to die. I can't, I can't. But he's like having this battle with God. 
So God sent something that was a living flesh that had him residing in it. In the Bible, it's a man. So it's just this man that God is residing in. Believe it. Um, and he battles Jacob till the dawn. And Jacob gets the upper hand. And Jacob demands that he blesses him. Jacob must know. Like you feel it. You know when you are that close to God. You know when God is residing in somebody. You just see it. You feel it. You hear it in the words. You just know. Jacob said bless me. So the man blessed him. And it popped his socket out of place. Jacob had to move forward. There was no turning around and running away. God will do crazy things. God will do whatever it takes to do what it takes for mankind. That's how loving he is. He won't destroy us. He'll do whatever it takes to show us the way to his love. That's how loving he is. That's what he's doing to me right now. That's why I feel the story, you guys. I feel it. I know what Jacob means. That fear is real. When you feel that fear, and many people, when they get to this point, they turn to a substance to cope. That's why there's so many people that drink. That's why there's so many people that do drugs. That's why there's so many people on prescription drugs, you guys. We are in a nation that is so consumed by taking a pill for everything. Why? Because it numbs us from having to move forward in the way that God is trying to show us to his love. Because we're scared. We fear it. We fear the healing. We fear the cleansing. We fear the emotions. We fear the love. I fear the love. I'm talking to myself right now. Because I'm working through some stuff. So I'm talking to myself. God is talking to me through me. I know he is. I know you are God. I know. I know. So you guys, that is a recap. So I hope you have a beautiful day. And I just want to, you know, for the first week, we're just going to give it this time to really think about setting a goal. I think that should be the, just the challenge for the week. Thinking about setting a goal. Put the systems in place to write it down somewhere where you see it every day. Like, I love having my calendar right there. It seemed a little different at first, you guys. It wasn't fitting in with, like, at first making my house look nice. But you know what? This is my spot. I don't care. Nobody comes into my house. Nobody's allowed in my home. Unless you're somebody really special. Then you can. It's, you know, got to be God approved. But who cares? Like, I like it right there. I can see it right there. So, you guys, the challenge is to find a goal for this month. That's the challenge of the week. So I love you guys. Great day and God bless.